Thanks for joining us today for the Mission Tabernacle Outreach Podcast. We'll get started in just a moment. If our podcast adds value to your life, please consider sharing it with family and friends. And if this is your first time with us, please subscribe so you'll stay up to date with the latest message. And now, here's today's podcast. This is Kelly with the Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I would like to thank you for joining us today for another episode of Connection 21, the life and relationships of Jesus when he walked this earth. Today's scripture will be coming from Matthew 14. Beginning in verse 1, Herod the Tetrarch was the son of Herod who slew the infants of Bethlehem. He had heard of the fame of Jesus. The guilty conscience of Herod caused him to call his servants and tell them, This is John the Baptist. He has risen from the dead, and therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. Herod was actually holding John prisoner. John was held in the castle of Machiris on the shores of the Dead Sea. I have seen a documentary of where this castle stood. It was on a high mountain with a beautiful view. You can tell from the remains it was a beautiful castle in its time. He had him bound and put in prison for his brother's wife, Herodias. Herodias was the niece of Herod and the wife of his brother, Philip. John had told Herod that it was not lawful for him to have his brother Philip's wife. Herod was fearful of putting John to death because he was highly esteemed by the multitudes. They looked at John as a prophet. It is truly sad how Herod feared the people more than he did God, as we see that he took the life of John anyway. We should never fear man over the fear of the Lord. Luke 9.26 says, For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed, when he shall come in his own glory, and in his Father's, and of the holy angels. It came time for Herod's birthday. The daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. Herod promised he would give her whatever she asked of him. Herodias had told her to ask for the head of John the Baptist on a wooden platter. The king was sorry. He did not really want to kill John the Baptist, but he had made an oath before all the people in the banquet hall. He commanded that it be given her. He sent and had John beheaded. It was brought on a wooden platter and given to Herodias' daughter, who in turn gave it to her mother. John's disciples came for his body, buried him, and went and told Jesus what had happened. As soon as Jesus heard the news, he boarded a ship and he went into a desert place. He grieved the loss of his cousin John. He had the power to stop the execution, but it was not the will of the Father. Once the multitude had heard of what had happened, they followed Jesus on foot out of the cities. Jesus saw them and was moved with compassion. He never stopped being about his Father's business, even in the midst of his intense pain. He began to heal the sick among the people. When the evening came, the disciples told Jesus, This is a desert place. Send the people away so that they can go into the villages and find food. Jesus told them the people did not need to depart. 
he told the disciples to feed them. They told him they only had five loaves and two fishes. He told them to bring what they had to him. Jesus does not ask for more than what we have. Look at the miracles he worked with next to nothing. He told the multitude to sit down on the grass. He took the loaves and fishes. He looked up to heaven and blessed it. He broke it and gave the loaves and fishes to the disciples to give to the people. All of the people ate. When they had gathered up the fragments, there were 12 baskets left over. There were an estimate of 5,000 people that ate that day. Jesus then firmly demanded that his disciples board the ship and go back before him to Capernaum. Jesus had sent the multitudes away full, not only physically, but spiritually. Once the multitudes had left, Jesus went up into the mountain to pray. When the evening came, he was alone. The ship was in the midst of the sea. The Sea of Galilee was tossing and turning. The wind was making it difficult to handle the boat. Sometime between three and six in the morning, Jesus approached the boat walking on the sea. When he began to walk, the waves became calm. The disciples were fearful when they saw him walking on the water. They thought it was a spirit. They did not recognize it was Jesus. They cried out in fear. Jesus immediately called out to them saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. When trouble comes, we can stay calm knowing the Lord is going to take care of us. He always sees. Last week I had a dream. In my dream, I saw three pictures that belonged to me. One was a picture I have of my daddy. You can see a bright light shining on his body. In the picture, he is holding a Bible. It looks like a ray of light goes to the Bible, and then you can see what appears to be a sword of light in the picture as well that comes from his Bible. I also have a picture of my dad and I when I was a baby. At the bottom of the picture, it looks like a little angel that is flying. I have always loved that picture. My daughter had a picture made of her and her baby recently. In the picture, there is a huge ray of light that is coming out of the sky and going straight to my granddaughter. I saw these three pictures in my dream. I heard the voice of Jesus say, I have always been there for you, sometimes even in your pictures. Tell your children one day they will all stand before me. They will answer for how they have raised their children. I felt the Lord was telling me, raise your children rooted and grounded in me. He truly is always there, no matter what the storms around us appear to look like. Peter said, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come to you on the water. The Lord said, come. Peter began to walk to Jesus on the water. When he saw the fierceness of the sea, he became fearful. He began to sink and cried out to the Lord to save him. Immediately when he cried out, Jesus reached out his hand to save him. He said, O ye of little faith, wherefore did you doubt? When they boarded the ship, the storm stopped. Then they recognized he was Jesus and came and worshiped him. The storms of life are going to come. Jesus was there all the time just waiting for the faith of the disciples to kick in. Once Peter recognized who Jesus was and cried out to him to save him, he was more than willing. 
If you are in a storm today, or even if life is good, I can promise if you live any time at all, another storm is going to be on the horizon. All you have to do to be saved is believe and cry out His name. Ask Him to save you. He is more than willing. He is just waiting on your faith to kick in, just as He was waiting on the disciples. Your past is irrelevant when Jesus comes on the scene. Once you ask, He forgives every sin and they are then whisked away with the waves in the storm of life. They are gone never to be remembered by Him again. Maybe others are not quite as forgiving, but God is. Your sins are gone. You are free. Let the guilt go. He offers new life in Him, the God of new beginnings. When the boat landed on land at Genesaret, this was on the western side of the Sea of Galilee. The people in the vicinity heard Jesus was there and began to send for the sick people to come. They knew if they could just touch his garment, they would be healed. Jesus has not changed today. He is waiting to heal you physically, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Those people believed. Jesus has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Ask him to change your heart today and see the difference he can make. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Connection 21. Please join us again next week for another journey into the life of Jesus. If you have liked our podcast, please like and share with your friends and family. You may find us at www.kingdomrock.org or by going to Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Google, or Apple Podcasts. You may message me directly at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. Thank you, and we ask that you help us pray for God to continue to send us into the highways and byways to tell others about Him. Hope you have a blessed week.